Hello, and it's time for another workout with Trainer Mitch on the Pick Up Your Cross Daily Podcast, where we get spiritually fit and exercise our faith. So today, we are going to be talking about propitiation, and then I have some questions that I don't have answers to, but I would like to ask you the questions so you can think about it and roll them around in your head and see what you come up with, and maybe you can reach out and let me know what your answers are. Um, so anyways, uh, we are in Romans still, and this is going to be Romans 3, uh, 25, I think, 325, uh, no, 320, yes, I'm right, okay, and it says, whom, he's talking about Jesus, let me back up a little bit, I will read, let's go with 22, even the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Now he's now 25 here is referring to Christ Jesus because there is a uh, semicolon. I think that's what that is called. I'm not an English person, English major. I uh, work out with people. Uh, So 25 says, Whom God hath sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. So I know King James is kind of hard to read and hard to listen to, but... uh, We're going to stay focused on that word propitiation. And that can be referred to and related to atonement. But it's not the same thing. Some people may argue that it is. And there is conversations of that it is. Because like atonement is like Old Testament Testament teaching. And then propitiation is New Testament teaching. So propitiation is... Basically, the offering of Jesus to satisfy and rectify all sin in God's eyes, basically. So, God himself was satisfied through the remission of sins, right, through Jesus Christ. Like he offered his son, and he was like, this is my propitiation. Jesus Christ is the propitiation that I'm offering to allow remission of sins that are of the past. Okay, so all things are forgiven from back then and in the future if you so freely, if you freely choose. So my question is, what happened to those people? And I kind of know the answer to this, but I want something deeper. What happened to all the people in the Old Testament that died before Jesus? Where did they go? And a lot of people say Abraham's bosom is, is what Scripture says is Abraham's bosom. And I would like to know what that means. Like, I don't know what that means. Where is that coming from? You know, is that like purgatory? Was that a resting place? You know, what is that exactly? 
Um, so that's kind of like the first question is, you know, before Jesus Christ, everybody that died had sin. So their sins weren't forgiven. So they were sent somewhere else in the afterlife. They didn't have eternal life or they were waiting for this thing to take place. So there's some uh, gray area there. And I think some really interesting spiritual um, places or concepts that we could think about uh, when we're thinking about Abraham's bosom. Uh, and then my other question, or maybe a statement rather than a question, is talking about Satan and the devil or the evil one. And a lot of people think that he resides in hell. And I think that he is not there yet. I don't think he's there in hell yet. He's not banished to hell yet. He still resides here on earth. That's why he's referred to as the prince of the air. And he he basically rules the world here on earth. He He's in charge down here because we allow him to be. And, you know, he's not, he's not like in control of how things work out, but he has power here and he manipulates us to follow him instead of get closer to God. And um, that's fleshed out and proved in uh, the Gospels where he's, he's tempting Jesus. He, he literally says to Jesus, like, takes him up on a mountain. And he's like, hey, look at this kingdom. I will give you this kingdom if you just bow down and worship me. And he says, no, away with you, Satan. And, you know, he flies away. But uh, that's Satan has ownership of a lot of these kingdoms and places on earth because we choose to follow him and we choose Satan as our daddy instead of God as our daddy, the father. Um, so just wanted to like state that and maybe think about that a little bit. Uh, you know, like where is Satan? Where is the devil? Is he in hell currently or is he still on earth? You know, I would say and argue that he's on earth. And he hasn't been there yet because the, the great day of the Lord hasn't come yet. And whenever that happens, then he will be banished there for eternity. Uh, so that's kind of what I think scripture says. I'm not sure what other people say. I haven't really asked other people. Uh, but yeah, so just throwing that out there. More of a statement than it was a question, but something to think about um, in the, the world that we live in. So think about those two things. What is Abraham's bosom? So where did all those people go to before Jesus died on the cross? They had to have gone somewhere. What did they experience? Did they go to heaven? Did they go to hell? Was there a middle ground? Maybe they didn't go anywhere. They were just floating around in space. You know, what? what's up with that? Um, and then is Satan really in hell right now? Because uh, a lot of people say he is, but I think it's just a misunderstanding of what people think about him um, because I think he's clearly and evidently in control of the world right now um, because the state of the world is in the toilet. Um, so yeah. So with that being said, uh, that's going to conclude today's topic. Uh, thanks for listening and I will see you for the next workout.